All right. Hello, my fellow hemp nuts. Are you ready for the cannabis bonanza? Yes, we are. Welcome to the new (laughs) Hemp Time Show recorded at Gotham Studio, the sweetest smelling podcast studio in the world. Today's episode is partially powered by McSorley's Chili Dogs, McSorley's (laughs) Ale House, the oldest ale house in the United States. We're also powered by the Five and Dimes Old Fashions, handcrafted by Erica, Dennis, and Caitlin, and also partially fueled by Eddie and his buddies over at the Smith. I don't remember his friend's name. He has the ponytail. I don't know, but it was Aaron, (laughs) not Erica. Oh, Aaron? Oh. Sorry, Aaron. (laughs) We'd also like to thank our Patreon sponsors. Yes, we are. Thank you, Patreon sponsors. So we have a Fun show for you today. Of course, in a minute, start off with the check-in. Then we have a word of the day. Um, we have a, we're bringing back that segment. No, THC does that. I found some really weird things people said about CBD over the last week and want to correct that. We'll be focusing on a research article that came out about cannabis and exercise. And then we'll Good test, uh, go on to cannabusting, testing your knowledge and uh, trivia about recent cannabis news and science and ending i think we have one or two callers today yep. that will be chiming in yep. okay so we are joined today with the unapologetic farmer randy cameroon hey, jr hey, hey, hey. as well as with the newly minted dr jan roberts doc. Thank, you guys. What? thank you doctor and misters <laughs> and, and doctors <laughs> doctors and mr and mr thank and, you and last but not least coming back from las vegas performing yep. las vegas greer barnes yeah right. yes. i won two thousand dollars and Did they you? gave me a w2 form <laughs> for two thousand, they gave me two thousand. Like, how do you want it? I was like, uh, all of it. What were you playing? <laughs> That's how I want it. What were you playing? Uh, Wheel of Fortune. Nice. Yeah. Wheel of Fortune. On two thousand dollars, and they were like, yeah, and this is yours. <laughs> Did you lose anything? Uh, two thousand dollars. There you go. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. let well, that's better back to than losing four thousand dollars. Yeah. Anywho, so nice. It was fun, go. though. It was so, fun. hey guys, it's been two weeks. I have missed all of you very much. So it's weird being in this new little studio. I don't. I kind of feel funky. I feel like I'm in the wrong room. But yeah, anyway, it's a little tight. I know. But um, so we haven't seen each other in two weeks. So what's been going on? You know, I like to kind of do my check-ins and see how everybody's doing. This is yeah. really old on here for some reason. Anywho, so how how are how we are? How we doing? How is we doing? We's good. We's is good. How we are? We good. We good. God, you know my brain's not functioning. Chicken strips, pick them up. <laughs> oh my God, is that Clarence yeah. again? God, I love it when you do Clarence. That, that, that character, that, that's Clarence. old Clarence. So we're doing good. Brooklyn Sprout had a nice two weeks. Yeah, moving the uh, dial. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're we're doing good. Good. Yep. Good, good, good. How are you doing? I'm sorry, I'm a fucking therapist. No. How are you doing? Mentally? Yes. I'm and still physically. <laughs> no, I'm feeling great. Good. Yeah, I'm feeling Good. great. I All feel right. like I'm doing push-ups and stuff. You know? Well, you seem inspired and happy, but yeah. you're always like that. Yeah. Oh. Okay, cool. Upbeat, optimistic, farmer ran, expecting the crops to come up on time. Absolutely. Brilliant. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. And... Dr. Mark who? How are you? Dr. J. Doing Dr. good. J. I had a really interesting week. As you guys remember, I was traveling to, went to Kentucky mm-hmm. to work yeah. with the horse testing labs, the U.S. Equestrians Federation testing lab. And these are for show horses. Uh, they also, you know, have some racing horses, too, because the Kentucky mm-hmm. Derby was going on that week. 
And my job is to look for inconsistencies. And I found this one. It was just a consistent inconsistency. And I asked the guy, I said, why are all your technicians trained to test for cocaine? Like, this seems weird to me. Like, it doesn't seem like so you'd want to drug a show horse with that. With cocaine? Yeah, because it make them maybe jittery. They're right. supposed to be calm and prancing and doing yeah. very, very similar. And it turns out that it's a common contaminant because, as what? it was explained to me, is that, you know, horse riding is a rich folks endeavor. <laughs> There's hmm. apparently, uh, yeah, they... The handlers <laughs> use it, the people who use it in the stall, and the horses just inhale it inhale. through their nose and other things like that. It gets contaminated. But it's the, one of the most common drugs found in horses uh, that compete. Uh, I, w- I was That's really shocked to learn that. In addition to other horrible things people do, like gabapentin, <laughs> like steroids, all sorts of stuff. So what were you doing there? Well, they were actually... <laughs> I know, Greer, I've seen your mom. I'm sorry, but... <laughs> Mr. Ed got a damn no. coke habit. I can't so, believe it. So, so I, well, I don't. Mr. Ed, well, that's why he talks so much. <laughs> wait, wait, what did Mr. Ed say when he was all cooked up? I don't know. I, oh, that's great. We got to go there again. Hey, Wilbur, come into the room. I know. Room. I, I, was like, I couldn't remember that. I couldn't. Oh, you know, yeah. It was like. It was like <laughs> <laughs> God, imagine how I couldn't you remember do. the voice. That's what it was. That's brilliant. We got to bring that. Right you, you, you got to not hold back on us when you have these thoughts. Come on, you can't I'll do that. I just wonder what you know where these horses from. Why are these horses are fucking subjected to cocaine? That's like, <laughs> I don't get it. Like, how I thought it was something they just maybe, like to party hard. Did that, maybe no, it's, I was a, in your or maybe it's yeah. like a, a sabotage. Like, let's you know. Oh. Let's mm. fuck that guy's horse up, yo. You that's saw it. Like, that's you what I thought. Wait, so you think they're creating like a substance dependence problem in these horses? No, but if they're a show horse and I'm trying, I got a show I horse, gotcha. I'm going to mm-hmm. throw some shit on your horse. Nah, not your horse. Right. Um, yo, well, can I get some more? Jittering. Jittering. Fucking. Somebody. I'll jump. <laughs> like, and the other horse is like, why are you acting like right. that? <laughs> They prancing. So jittery for. Why are you jittery? We prancing horses. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, this is gonna be a good one today. Oh, All right. Uh, but, so wait, yeah. wait. That so, was my first thought. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mine so, is. Yeah, I, love I was. That. I was in your position, Greer. I thought the same exact thing, and I, I asked more questions. I couldn't get out of my head. I was there for three days, and every day and every morning, I'm like, "So tell me more about these horses." But my my job was to help them validate their methods because you know there's controversy if you mm-hmm. if horse fails a drug test that's money some of these people make millions mm-hmm. of dollars over yeah. the years yeah. doing these horse shows and whenever and they, they fail these drug tests is it always cocaine like i mean no I mean, no there's other stuff but that's a common like one. steroids or something and the lab just reports the results and the federation makes a decision sometimes it's a warning because you know it depends on the levels too uh, but mm. I was basically there to make sure that they were getting the results they thought they were getting. So checking, making sure that all the technicians knew how to do anything. It's like an audit, like an assessment. Can they track records? Do they do maintenance on the equipment? Because there is a ser- there could be issues with, uh, like, if you're getting paid by someone who races horses and you're working at the lab, you might want to mess with results or something mm. like that. So you really have to make sure everything is documented. Um, and done by the book. Mm-hmm. And what they're also trying to get ahead of now is THC and CBD. People are giving these products to horses too, and they need to validate new methods 
to yeah, look hold, for that. Hold on. You're starting to intellectualize right now. <laughs> I fucking just asked you, how are you doing today? And you have Ran turned into this I mean. research. Let me just highlight my goddamn knowledge. <laughs> well, no, that's... <clears throat> hold on, buddy. You ain't the only I still want to know where this I'm... cocaine is coming from with these damn horses. Like, what the fuck? Like, how? What does their 12-step meeting look like? Oh, <laughs> my God. My name is Wilbur. He be eating carrots. (laughs) Oh, my God. Back to you, Jehan. I do want to know, why were you there as far as, like, what was the goal of you being in Kentucky? Uh, um... Because I'm still checking in. Uh, my, my goal was to uh, finish getting my accreditation as an ISO assessor. So these are like international accreditations that different companies and organizations can uh-huh. get. And so I was finishing up my training to become an independent assessor uh, wow. with these organizations. And, and did the you outcome? Finish? What happened? Uh, well, uh, they're reviewing my reports. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'll find out soon. You know, I think it's, it's like a, sometimes you have to go on a couple assessments with someone supervising you to different locations, and then, mm-hmm. or sometimes they just cut you loose. So you need this kind of Can we get these reports, or will they be redacted? No. <laughs> if they no. pass, yeah. uh, it'll be well, posted. We know the there's website. no collusion but, with a right. cocaine dealer. Part, part <laughs> exactly. So part, part of what the reason is, is not just a do cool things like drug test horses, but all cannabis <laughs> testing labs are required mm. to get this ISO yeah. accreditation to operate. And so are other sectors of the cannabis industry, these good sort of laboratory practices, good manufacturing practices, good agricultural practices, these sorts of things. So it's allowing me to do real assessments, help people get that accreditation yeah. and mm. things that's like that. That's brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. So, yeah. so this is something Heavy. that's used here in the cannabis industry. Oh, yeah, yeah. The lab that does all the testing yeah. in New York is ISO accredited, the International so, Standards Organization. So you were in Kentucky, so how are you feeling emotionally today? <laughs> You know, I miss the horses, i got to say. They knew how to have a good time. You get hot. Oh, my God. You get on my back. Come on, come on, yo. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Anyway, so you're doing well. <laughs> doing well. Had a fun week. Uh, learned some new things that yeah. were surprising. So yeah. Did yeah. you miss us? Yeah, I felt weird about Wednesday evening. Didn't know yeah. what to do with myself. I yeah. know, I know. And yeah. what about you, Mr. Uh, Barnes? I How was, are you? I'm good. I'm good. Auntie went to Vegas? Yeah, I was in Vegas with my mother and my nice. sister. Uh at the crow. My sister's crazy. Uh, <laughs> it was hit. fun. Uh, How'd they do? They did it. My mother didn't do too well. Aunt uh, what? Yeah, Jermaine. She won. Jermaine hit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. How, how's your mom liking the stuff? Did she ever, oh, did you ever yeah, ask? Oh, yeah. She's... Uh, has it helped or not helped? No, it helped a lot. I told yeah. you, this yeah, one's the like, magic. That's, the that's magic what she said. And I was this talking is... to her about it. As a matter of fact, we were in my room, and we were about to go run down to Old Vegas or whatever. Mm-hmm. And my mom, I noticed my mother had that had a a, a wrap on her, uh, on her foot. Mm-hmm. And she had left that one that you gave me mm-hmm. at home. Right. <clears throat> so we went and got another one. Uh-huh. And she put it on, and... It was fun? Uh, yeah. Oh, but that stuff. one that she, that one that you gave her. What is, people uh, don't understand is I had gotten a sample. I, ca- I can't believe it. I'm Tell like, me what and, it is again. And it was hemp. It's unbelievable. It's hemp-based CBD salve. And it's yep. unlike anything I had ever used before. And I she met the, the guy who is a geneticist who created this. And um, met him at a conference in Panama. Cause, and I was having some issues because the first time I tore a toenail off my foot. And mm. so he... 
gave me the salve, and it was incredible. And I'm a skeptic of a lot of this stuff because yeah. I've had some of them that worked better than others. And, and this was just it, – it, it, the application was great, but the pain relief was really good. And then I shared it with Jayhan, and he's – you know, you're a, a skeptic too, and you're just like, let me see. And we both were like, holy shit. And so everyone that I've let – because I, I like to let people experiment. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's hemp CBD. Yeah. And um, it they everyone I've experienced who's experiences is like, oh my god, that really does help. And joint and muscle. Makes I'm a not difference. so much the. I don't know if it's the it's joints. Joint. I've done mostly soft <laughs> tissue kind of stuff. But I, well, I don't know. And it, I gave some a, to Greer because we had some yeah. samples. So, I, thought. so uh, I, think, it, I don't know if it's good because she broke it. You know, yeah. and it's, you know, she's That's, a woman, she's healing. But this stuff tends to kind of penetrate, I think, a little mm-hmm. bit deeper than other products mm-hmm. I've used. Yeah. But anyway, so you had a good time in Vegas. Mm-hmm. How are you doing emotionally? Um, I'm here. <laughs> I'm You're doing all right. You know, Wait, that's uh, not an answer. Sure Everybody is. else said how they were emotionally. How are I'm, you doing I'm today good. emotionally? Yeah, good. I can't complain. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, in case you guys were wondering, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Uh-oh. I know. And Jan, how are you feeling? I am awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I am awesome, guys. I feel like a huge weight has been lifted off of my shoulder. And thank you, Dr. J, for coming on Friday. And Randy, for the effort and the, the parking mishap, but listening to it and watching it live on Facebook on Live. That was bad. I successfully defended, and now I'm uh. a doctor. I what? can call myself Dr. Jan. <laughs> So all my hard work and everything went really well. And I I felt so much love that day. And we went celebrating afterwards. Oh, my God. But before that, hold on. You got to hit on a couple of points from the speech because it was heavy. It was um, very heavy. Everybody didn't see it. integrated everything. And and a friend of mine... Yeah, a friend of mine sent me a message and was like, I had no idea what you've been doing. Damn I've hear, right. heard all these projects, didn't know how it all related. Now I understand everything that you're doing and why you're doing it, um, including the podcast, because part of the podcast, and I talked about mm-hmm. it, is my goal is to really affect social policy and to highlight issues related to the economics behind cannabis, obviously the in- education piece and the impact mm-hmm. on health and well-being. And, and I think that we're positioned in a great way to kind of spread and change the message around cannabis. And then, you know, talked a lot about the endocannabinoid system and its relation and some of the, the other issues related to like Nixon and, right. and how research was started and how it was really negatively impacted and created biases within mm. us and how we've socially reconstructed <laughs> cannabis from um, – you know, from this this kind of idea that we called it marijuana in the the 20s and 30s because they wanted to reconstruct it as something negative and, and pejorative. And, and, you know, Mexicans called it that, so we're going to call it that. Mm-hmm. And so it was really cool. And I have to tell you, I have been to so far about five of these. My committee didn't ask me any questions. That was really, I was so excited. And I just felt like, and when what when that happens, what does that mean? It means they can't question you. There's well, your, no, your hands they, down. Your, yeah, your it was. Is... I just felt such love and support, and we partied like it was 1999 afterwards. Good for you, we had bottles of prosecco. We 
went we went bar hopping all through the East Village that day, all the way to that night, and we ended it at Mono and Mono, where I love the owner. He loves me, MJ does, and I love him. I have this so I'm in love with this guy. The 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 he's like an artist. Anyway, he always he loves he always gives me roses and shit like that. So he came out and gave me like sake bombs, but soju bombs. So we were doing those all night. So Saturday I was a little slow. No slow. <laughs> Saturday I stayed in. Sunday I watched Games of Thrones. I'm caught up, and that's fucking awesome. I finally watched the entire eight season. Well, I'm on the last season, yeah. But anyway, so I'm doing great. Nice, good, nice. nice. Congratulations. Well, I haven't heard you talk so long. That's awesome. I just am happy. Yeah. And then I'm going to Florida for a week, so I won't be here next week with you all. I'll be on the beach. And next week, it looks like we're going to have one of the anchors from MJ Today, one of the premier podcasts, like one of the most popular. Dan's Mm -hmm. great. Uh, Yeah, so Dan Grassroots Goldman said he'd be joining us next week to answer some questions, play our little games. Cool. That'd be great. (laughs) So speaking of segments, it's time for the word of the day. Yes. The word of the day. This one, I'm not sure how to pronounce, Mm -mm. but uh, this is uh, (laughs) a... That's not your face. That's what I thought, too. So uh, here we have Shiva being uh, poured uh, bong or bang, which is like a cannabis kind of milky, spicy drink that's typical in India. Uh, if you don't know the, the, the cultural history, uh, history uh, Shiva had a fight with uh, his parents and walked out into the sun and was drained from the fight and from the hot sun, fell asleep under a leafy plant, woke up, ate the plant, felt instantly refreshed, and therefore this plant became to be known as Shivuti or Shivuti, which is Shiva's plant. So <laughs> I like Shiva's booty. I Shivuti. <laughs> Don't Google that. It does you, look like a, a big flask of penis be right there. What? <laughs> no, in fact, it, you know, it was... Like I found it in an ancient, like an old research article. Shiv in the we, booty. Oh, what? That's yeah. what I said. All this prison stuff popped up. Uh, but it should be. And it shouldn't. Uh, We're talking about a god. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Do you know what they do? You know how important Shiva is in this culture? I'm not kidding when I'm no, telling you well, this. Yeah, I'll tell down. you a story about the first day of college. I'm at Loyola University in New Orleans, a Jesuit college, having to take an intro to world religions. And the professor puts on the power or on the slideshow because you know back then we didn't have powerpoints so it was a fucking slide, mm-hmm. and it was basically nothing but pictures of Shiva's phallus, aka his dick. What? And it was Shiva's penises. He is worshipped for for his virility, and so it was nothing but this whole like first day of my world religions class with <laughs> pictures and a whole presentation about the yoni. Of um, was it Kali or whoever his wife is, uh-huh. and Shiva's penis, and this is people worship them because it represents virility and strength, and she represents femininity and all this. And I just remember it was my first day at college, going, "Damn, I'm okay. gonna love this." <laughs> who, 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 who is That's this? Him. Shiva. Okay, He's God. He's is a this God. a dude or a chick? That's the dude. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought at it's first. A I thought he had penis. his. It's his, a big, uh, wide, flaccid I, penis. I would like to bring attention to the reddish eyes that are slightly rolled back. Huh? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> to, to just... yeah, he's he's in ecstasy. Yeah, and a slightly ah, bluish color. Go ahead and touch it. They're gone, <laughs> gone, brother. <laughs> look at the look at the snake. Rub the on. snake's drinking too. Yeah, yeah. What does so that snake uh, represent? I don't know. You know so. what it means. <laughs> 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 so this is uh, Parvati, one of Shiva's Parvati. followers, yeah. offering 
uh, bang to Shiva. So. And we talked about how that was bong. It's bong, isn't it? Or bong, or yeah. Because we talked about that being the eti- etiology of the word of the day, bong. Really? Yes. Mm. Before, remember? Yeah, we did a segment did on, on the origins. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, and it's it's a it's it's consumed. You know, usually once a year, there are licensed government sellers of these preparations. Yeah, the drink, the drink. Uh, yeah. So anyway, good. That's good. a good one. Shiva, yeah. I'd like shiv booty myself. Indian rapper. Someone's probably. I had the look on your face right now. I could have gone now. We have young young children listening. Uh, all right. All right. This is I'm what back. happens when we eat chili dogs before New Hemp Times. Smoke a ball. All right. So it's time to bring back an, a, a segment called No THC Does That. And, you know, a nerd like me who's been obsessed with research for a while occasionally comes across things where people take – something wonderful that THC does and just erase it and put in some other drug like CBD. So I was reading an article uh, which has, was, was called um, Hate Public Speaking, 300 milligrams of CBD can make the jitters go away. And for more or less, the article does a good job about talking about CBD and anxiety. But where they got it wrong is they said CBD sets off a response in the body by binding to cannabinoid receptors uh, genetic mutations of these receptors may cause the body's response to vary from person to person. No, uh, those variations of receptor, that's what THC does. It <laughs> binds to those receptors and causes an effect. Right. Um, and it talks about how there are nine variations of the CB1 receptor, which will change your body's response to CBD. Not true. Those mutations affect THC's activity at the receptor. So remember, it's always good to think critical about these things when people are talking about stimulating cannabinoid receptors. That's No, that's what THC does. CBD does not do that. Hmm. So uh, that's my little sound off for the segment. So are you going to con- <laughs> confront them with this information? Yeah, what's the reason behind that? Because that's like kind of Because they're just that. wrong across the board. Across the board. Right. And it's, it's buried in there. But... Um, I think what we're going to do is we're going to have our social media person. She's going to, Sophie's going to create a, a little graphic with these corrections in there. She did it last time we found uh, some errors and like where yeah. it's crossed out. Yeah. So get them, Sophie. Check. I think yeah. I think that's the nice way. That's the that's the modern way to do things. You send someone a meme when they've messed up, right? You don't you <laughs> don't send like them. a long letter outlining yeah. it. Just send you a meme, let you know what's going on. You know what? I think, I knock on the door. You know what? I think that might be the best way to handle conflict. It's just you're pissed Meme off thing. with someone. Right. Just create a meme. Send a meme to them. All right. <laughs> I like that. Oh, Better than God. a mail bomb. Really? Just kidding. <laughs> so what else is going? So well, what else? Then? So uh, coming up next for our high science, our research focus is something that most of us are familiar with and have talked about before. And that's cannabis <laughs> and exercise. So, um, you know, given popular stereotypes like cannabis use associated with lack of motivation or like a, like couch lock or things like that, sedentary lifestyle. But on the other hand, cannabis use is banned by the World Anti-Doping Agency because of its potential to improve sports performance. <laughs> so which is it? There's these like conflicting mm-hmm. ideas. And I the graphic it. is already up for no THC does that. Yes. Thank you, Sophia. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, nice. So we have these conflicting ideas about the relationship between cannabis use hmm. and physical activity. Because we see it banned in sports. We see uh, stereotypes of people being lazy who use it. So which is it? Right. So in an online survey survey with 605 people, they looked at and with full legal access, they reported engaging in more minutes of exercise per week. Um, something like 80 percent of the participants endorsed using cannabis with exercise. They tended to be younger, tended to be males. Uh, some things that interested mm. me is that um, about almost 70 percent endorsed using cannabis within one hour before exercise, mm. but over 80 percent endorsed using it within four hours after exercise. Um, and only about 20 percent of the participants said that they did not use it uh, within one hour or after four hours of exercise. So there seems to be this idea that this is enhancing people's ability to exercise like that. You have anti-inflammation, you have pain relief. Uh, and so this is, again, this story has been making a lot of news. Um, but I don't know if you guys have any comments on using cannabis before exercise. Your view Good on it Lord. in, like, you know, professional sports or competition, you know? Well, we come from an athletic neighborhood, and we mm. come from a neighborhood where there's a lot of pot. Yeah, we so, smoked. <laughs> uh, and uh, it's, that's an interesting time. I'll let you start oh, well, with this. I used to, but when I did martial arts for a lot of years, young. I would smoke before because it would allow us to relax into the stretches. So like one hour before, uh, half hour before? Half hour, hour. We, okay. I, I don't, we don't know. It was just like we got <laughs> class in 40 minutes, mm -hmm. bang, let's hit, mm -hmm. walk over there. And immediately, immediately just go into our stretches, you know, before a two-hour class. And, and it just relaxed us uh, to allow us to move uh, into those positions a lot easier. And what about the – yeah, I think, I think there's – And we smoked the, afterwards as well. Do you think it helped with the recovery? <laughs> I don't know, man. I was young. So, but I, I wouldn't doubt it if it does something like that. I mean, it did – like I said, it allowed us to, to – Move into these stretches. I was able to put my head to my knees at one point. Yeah. Do you think but, because of the analgesic effect? Well, of it that it would allow you to kind of reduce pain, reduce yeah, inflammation. Yeah, so you can you can kind of become more flexible or something. Definitely like that. in the beginning to get you like get the the rubber bands warmed up. Yeah. Yeah, I think that yeah. there's something. And it's also the, something that you practice you know rigorously as well. You know. Yeah. Like but you do I, I this. Just, it's like three four times a week. It's yeah, I was just talking not about not like the one time and yeah. 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 There's also a rhythm that comes out of it. If you even look in like playground ball and the cats who play who, who are playing and smash. When you were younger, you wouldn't smoke before you played ball because, you you know, and you look at these older cats on the side that are doing it, and you come into age in that. And um, there's clearly not only a social aspect you get to that, but there's a particular rhythm mm -hmm. that happens mm -hmm. when a bunch of good playing pothead <laughs> cats begin yeah. to orchestrate uh, yeah. on yeah. the court. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a similar that I that that's similar I believe that you know I know that musicians go through mm -hmm. in in well, improv so. uh with that so. Hmm. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, so uh majority And it of makes you jump higher. Yeah. <laughs> SD. <laughs> So, yeah, so participants said they liked, um, you know, re using it before or after exercise, said it enhances their enjoyment, and another half uh, said that it increases their motivation to exercise. So that was the surprising finding for these researchers hmm. um, out of Colorado is that people actually reported being more motivated to go mm -hmm. run around, mm -hmm. which is not something you'd think you would... It would kill. Right, but it doesn't. 
Yeah, that's because of the, the stigma. stereotypes. Yeah, the that stereotype not... that's been placed on right. marijuana. Like you would just you smoke right. and just nod out. When, you know. And if you want to, I mean, and if get... you want to smoke and nod out, that's your fucking prop. You know, that's your that's right prerogative. Well, do it, okay, right? so see, I actually kind of have an issue with that one. I mean, I think what? smoking and nodding out. Some okay. people may want to do that. No, though. yeah, you know yeah, I mean? but if you're doing that all the time, Mm-mm. and yeah. then you're not kind of living your best life. Yeah, I, don't I got think. that. So right. that's so that's where. Look, and that just needs to be identified. And, that there are times yeah. when I want to just smoke, chill out, and do nothing. Mm-hmm. But then if and there are know, times if, when we do that, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And and times, but I just want to make sure, from my perspective as a mm-hmm. therapist, that people don't think that that's what I do all the time and stuff. That you, well, know, you have to have a balance with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Anywho. you said motivation, which is the key word in that Absolutely. thing. And when you begin to understand your medicine and you understand the motivation mm-hmm. factor that mm-hmm. can come from that, Absolutely. use it for productivity. Absolutely. Mm. Exercise, Absolutely. work. Um, yeah. And that's that's Absolutely. the lesson in that thing. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Agreed. I'd like to see, uh, I think a follow-up to the study would be interesting to see, um, you know, athletes who play consistently longer, say, you know, competing, you know, do they have a tendency to use cannabis, and how do they use it? Is it for recovery, or is it for help with the training? Uh, I think that this... Uh, we should have asked that question in our survey. Mm, I didn't even think about that. Did you guys know that we're doing a survey with professional athletes? Well, we can no, get seriously. some access. We have... Well, <laughs> no, really. Really, I can give you the link. Because really? it's yeah. specifically yeah. for professional athletes from NFL, NHL, NBA, just any kind of professional, you know, sport that they did that we're actually doing. We're working with Athletes for Care to do um, a cannabis survey and looking at hockey or hockey, listen to me. Football players. Any kind of professional player to see how they've used cannabis. And Mm -hmm. we're even asking questions about quality of life, sex, sleep. We're asking about family relational kind of issues, Mm -hmm. mood issues, Mm -hmm. also pain medication usage to see if there's a potential impact there you know if cannabis actually can kind of help them get off other medication so it it was kind of a very um early kind of um pilot project that we're doing that we're hoping it can kind of lead us to look at other facets within this community too because we've got to look and it's ridiculous you know people are getting they're not allowed to use cannabis but Mm -hmm. yet they're allowed to take muscle relaxers all the time or opioids Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and we know that there are protective factors physiologically and that can actually help these athletes so so i just hope that this allows us to kind of have a platform to have a different conversation as far as policy and professional athletes. That's a great point. Yeah. Great point. And we've had two friends in the NBA league that's dealt with the alcohol issues and Mm -hmm. and the cannabis issues. And interestingly enough, the one that had the alcohol issues is forever having to deal with that issue. And the person who... yeah, the cannabis mm-hmm. it now has a thriving mm-hmm. company, mm-hmm. ex NBA that player that's killing it right now. Well, I'll God send bless. you the link because we're looking at it can be any professional athlete. So. Cool. Yeah. Anywho. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. It's good stuff that Jay Hahn yep. and I are doing with the institute. Yeah. Well, sounds like you guys are warmed up. Are you ready for <laughs> a little <laughs> cannabusting? Uh, uh, who are you gonna call? When you hear strange things about marijuana, who are you gonna call? Cannabusters. We need to have you do that professionally. Oh, we could. We can use your rap, your your rap expertise. 
<laughs> Grayson can aud- Grayson can flip a track. Can do the track for you. Produce it. So do it. All right. So starting us off with our uh, stories about cannabusting, finding our fiction. Our first three stories come from uh, general news, and then we have two or three science ones for you guys. But uh, so I want to know if you guys think this is something that really happened. Is this a true short story I'm going to read you, or is this complete fiction? So uh, the, the one of the big stories this week, was it world's longest serving marijuana prisoner finally freed? After spending nearly 40 years behind bars, Antonio Basaro, 84, the world's longest marijuana prisoner, was finally released from federal lockup May 1st. He has an interesting career. He attended medical school in Cuba, quit to join the Navy, became a pilot, was then hired by the CIA (laughs) to uh, help overthrow Castro and fought in the Bay of Pigs. After the failed invasion, he um, started smuggling drugs into Florida using his CIA training. And has now been released uh, from prison. So is this a true story about a marijuana smuggler? Or did I just make this up while watching Roadhouse last night? (laughs) 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 No, that's true. Oh, man. Uh, It sounds far-fetched. It really sounds far-fetched. It's true. Uh, well, okay, well, we, we got one someone speaking up already. Andy, you're saying it's true. Is it, did you say Andy? Randy. <laughs> did I say Andy? Oh, well, yeah, you I, said Andy. That's a, twin, that's a twin brother. I was looking at my notes of, about Antonio here. <laughs> but you say, you say, you yeah. say it's, it's believable. Yeah. So the world's, one of the most notorious marijuana smugglers has been released, was successful for a long time because of his CIA training. I think I've either seen this on uh, one of those Vice shows about smuggling narcotics, or mm. but okay. I think it's true. Well, he might be a real person, but it, you know, uh, what if I said that he has a compulsory appointment with ICE on June 11th? Would that <laughs> change your mind? <laughs> oh. oh my God, well, Greer, what do you think? You think this I, is? I, it sounds really far fetched, but. I could see something like that, and and it's only because I'm, I don't think they would keep him in jail that long because of marijuana. I mm. think they would keep him in jail that long because that knowledge he has that he learned from the CIA, he's more of a threat to the the, the country, I guess, mm. because of his knowledge, not mm. because he was caught with two tons or whatever. Mm. Six hundred thousand pounds. Six hundred thousand pounds. So yes, That's a lot of trips. Yeah. So I mean, you know, uh, from here to Cuba to Florida. Uh, it's a nice little run right there. Hmm. How much is that? <laughs> hey. I like this dude. Yeah, what's his name? <laughs> I Julio. Wait, Julio. can I say what I think? Go. Jehan, I know you have this affinity for Patrick Swayze. So I'm sure you were oh. watching. <laughs> <laughs> One of the reasons why his sentence was so long is refused to rat on any of the people he was working with. So this is indeed oh, okay. a true oh. story. Um, <laughs> and this amazing former CIA operative who just wanted to be a pilot um, ended up in the Bay of Pigs. And then after that failed, yep. didn't have much to do, sought asylum in Guatemala, and then realized he had a skill set that was extremely valuable. Mm-hmm. Jesus. So that what is was his a- name? 
Uh, and Antonio Bassaro, and he walked Antonio out of prison Bassaro. at 84, which <gasps> is incredible. Like wow. Good genes or something. Yeah, also a federal prison, you yeah. know. That's yeah. where, where that dude Michael Cohen going. He's going to play tennis and shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's going to take yoga. You ain't going to get no shit booties. <laughs> he's, he, no, he's taking <laughs> yoga. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God! He's yeah, he's gonna... taking it. Yeah, right that's now. what I was His saying. Yeah, second day of it. <laughs> oh, it's not so bad here. <laughs> Look how light it is. Right. Oh my God! Oh my God! I'll take the top bunk. <laughs> 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 oh my right. God! Can oh. you imagine if Greer actually joined us for McSorley's? So <laughs> we would huh? be today. Those were good. Those were good friggin' hot chili dogs. Mm -hmm. Do we have bad breath, Greer? No. <laughs> we had onions and sauerkraut. On yeah, smell that phone. Mm. <laughs> we're, all right. What? All right, guys. All right. So Sorry. next, Sorry. with all our travel, I wanted to find or make up a story about TSA. So there's been a lot of talk, and I want to know if what I'm talking about is is this something I made up uh, while watching Roadhouse, or did did I? Which I really watched last night while I was working on the show notes, and um, you did really watch. Yeah, for the first time, I'd never I seen it before. I told you he had that. He was watching Patrick Dirty Dancing. That's when yeah. I was well, dirty. he didn't want to put Baby in the corner. No, <laughs> he didn't. <laughs> okay. 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 Dr. J, go ahead. All right, God, so funny. what would TSA do if you got caught with marijuana? In a recent post online, TSA on Instagram said, Are we cool? We'd like to think we're cool. We want you to have a pleasant experience at the airport and arrive safely at your destination. But getting caught while trying to fly with marijuana or cannabis-infused products can really harsh your mellow. The post continues, let us be blunt. TSA officers do not search for marijuana or other illegal drugs. Our screening procedures are focused on security and detecting potential threats. But in the event of a substance appears to be marijuana or a cannabis-infused products, we're required by federal law to notify law enforcement. This includes items that are used for medicinal purposes. So is the story here that TSA is not trained to look for marijuana, so you better hide it? Um, did they really post this on their social media? What do you guys think? I'm going to say yes, only because our sound engineer guy, Miles, is saying yeah, yes. Yeah, he just but went like this. I know. But I have Time to tell out? you. Wait, no, no, true. No, oh. true. Oh, oh, true. Guys, I don't want you to feel this question. I thought he's he was like, I got to call somebody who's in airport security. <laughs> don't screw this up. My father works for the TSA. <laughs> Thank up. you, Miles. Right. But wait. Guys, seriously, I have I have my I have special ways that I hide stuff, and so I've had my bag checked, and they didn't take any of it out, but it was in a legal state. So if they're, I'm assuming they probably the legal state's probably very like yeah okay of course right. yeah I got yeah. the call talk to you next time buddy right. you right. know. And so they left it all in there. And they it was, left it in there. Mm -hmm. And Last they even week. put the card that said your bag was checked. Yeah, your bag checked. was checked. Yeah, I got so that. And they I, took half of my shit. They took half. They mm -hmm. had only half, though. Yeah, but I had but, three but, different strains and two of each one of those strains. So yeah, I, had I had six had, bottles. Went, and west took, to east. Uh, going from uh, west to east. West to east, yeah. Right. Yeah, that was me too. But last week. And then left me the shit talking about, yeah, we checked your bag. Like, that's why yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. and you took out? 
Why did you take all the attacks? This was also running. at the time where... You're smart uh, ass, I'm the one that sucked your back. <laughs> when the government was shut down, that's when this uh, took place, yeah. Well, Someone needed oh, some money. That's yeah. why. They took they it because like, they needed it. We're going to take half this shit. Clarence was the only one on work. They were taking their I'm going to work. I don't give a damn about no shutdown. I need my money. Oh my god! And he searched your back. I love it when you do. I wish people could see this because Randy, whenever you do that, Clarence, you get this look in your face, yeah, and you do this like old man kind of smacking <laughs> thing. It it's is. the funniest <laughs> thing. Oh my god! I feel like Clarence is my grandfather uh, because that's, that's the way my de- my grandfather used to. Uh-huh. Well, you know. <laughs> all right. But last anyway, week. Sorry. <laughs> One of the Brooklyn Nets got busted. I'm not going to name who it was, uh, uh, but that. he was using one of these cans yeah, that have a story. And it's kind of a he's plague. A jackass. Play. A jackass. He's an idiot, dude. When did those go out of style? Yeah. And they, I don't think they're very effective. No, they're not. They're and you go, supposed you go to through. Two shoes of Tylenol bottle. <laughs> right. So the compartment on the bottom, he got mm-hmm. busted. And What um, the government needs to do is turn a blind eye to this minor shit and pay attention to something that's real. Who gives a shit if some dude smokes marijuana? Right, like, but the point, like the seriously, it's too much. A waste of time. Is TSA trained? And they're I they're not. They're you don't think they're not. trained? I mean, uh, all right. So first point, we we were establishing that TSA is not trained. They're not right. trained. They're not, not trained. No, they're not looking trained. for bombs. Jan, yeah. not they're trained. Look, not trained. All right, but would they post are they on social trained? media like about how cool they are and? Making jokes about cannabis with TSA engage yes. the public well, about Miles they do said that? yes, so I'm saying yes. I would say yeah because Miles is like the and I think they are trained. Oh, not, wait a minute, now he's like I don't know. I think they are trained. It's they may be not fault. skilled because if the dog can tell the difference between a liquid bomb and some Chiba. Doesn't the guy who owns the dog have to have a certain level of, you know, well, why is the he other thing. It, it's about it? It's about that person looking at your luggage going through this that that thing as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And whether he can detect or whatever. So, you, you know what I mean? That's why they have all of this. And that's why they have the, 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 the wiping of your hands things and putting it in. They're checking for special chemicals and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Now, that dude, what you were talking about, the ball player, he had a, a, a giant... An Arizona Ara- can yeah. of liquid, which you're not supposed, supposed to bring down to much liquid. So it's oh, like... That's stupid. Just Jackass, dummy, young, right. and uh, uh, right. stupid they'll, they'll never find it in this 32 ounces of, of liquid. Of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, of fruit oh, juice. My yeah. God. All right, you. Dumb. <laughs> Diabetes that in a can. Yeah. yeah. It's like, what, they, 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 175 ounces? Yeah, as long as it's Arizona can. It, it reminds right, me of, of an old saying. It's like only break one rule at a time. Like if you're going to smoke a weed, don't put yep. it in something you're not supposed to bring yep. on an airplane. Oh, yeah. my God. No, for real. Because the compartment probably yeah. got him as his, yeah. in much trouble. Is, of course. Like, what are you what smuggling are you in here? Now you're smuggling, you jackass. Right. Put it in so, your luggage and put it under the fucking plane, moron. So, uh, <laughs> put it in your butt, fool. <laughs> Shiv booty, baby. Shiv booty. Yeah. So, oh try that. So, what happens when you get caught, unless you're famous or they have it out for you, or depending on the amount, usually it just goes into an amnesty barrel. It gets thrown away. Mm-hmm. Yep. Things like yeah. that. Yeah. And you know what that home. amnesty is, right? That's where all the TSA workers go to at the end of the night and take their shit. Exactly. I've always wanted this perfume. Uh (laughs) Sweet 20 lighters. (laughs) Right. Exactly. (laughs) All right. Oh, my God. That's funny.
<laughs> so it's Yay. still risky to fly with it, but things are changing. Um, but the chances, uh, you know, there are tips from different um, websites, like the Fresh Toast posted this true story about TSA posting these things on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I guess what they're kind of saying in their article is, you know, if you're going to bring it, hide it. Don't have it out in the open. Don't do something silly like try to go overboard and conceal it in secret compartments yeah. but as long, you know uh there there is you know so i don't know what the put best it in way. your pants pocket fold your pants and put other pants and shirts and boots and shit on top of it yep. and you put know. your dirty underwear on top of there all of that go. they yes. really and don't they want really to touch don't it. want no doo-doo stained yeah. claws <laughs> on top that'll, that'll <laughs> stop <laughs> any that shit'll stop a bullet <laughs> did that when we were in yeah. through yeah. South America or Central America you. and I had a backpack there and they were go. notorious at the borders of, of going right. through the gringos <laughs> stuff and right. like stealing their stuff so I just put dirty underwear yep. on top right on top and go. boy they yeah. didn't want that they didn't want that close it <laughs> <laughs> next right. they would have loved it if it was Japan dirty underwear oh look at the dirty oh my god they love that shit <laughs> They do. They got fucking vending machines of like fucking underwear. What? Yeah, that's true. Japan, man. You get anything in a vending machine. Yeah, they got like women take their underwear off. Yeah, Uh, women take her underwear off after working all day long. She goes and she puts it in a vending machine. You mean I can make money like that? If you were in Japan. (laughs) (laughs) You still need a good brand. How much underwear cost? Oh my god. A lot more if it's used. <laughs> that is brilliant. That is crazy. 10 million yen for your penny stock. Oh, oh my god. god. That's nuts. No, right, hold on a minute. All right. <laughs> you want to piss it off? <laughs> oh my god. Um, I'll double stuff it for you. Oh god. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. No, don't be sorry. Wow, that's crazy. It's a little scary. It's, it's, it's creep, yo. That's creep. creep. Dead Couldn't ass. do that in the hood. <laughs> no, <I'm... laughs> uh, uh, those types of luxury items simply aren't available. Yeah, uh, hilarious. Uh, Anywho, wow. Okay, <laughs> so next. Our, our next story. I'm just saying we might be able to make some serious money off of that shit, yo. We got like an import export of American drawers. Oh my like, god! You know? With this uh, diet, how big are you like your pennies? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is that racist? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I don't know. Oh my God. I guess if you've actually been to Japan and purchased them, maybe not. I don't yeah, know. I couldn't. That was just what I need. Somebody see me put something. <laughs> <laughs> Great for the career. Yeah. It's a picture. Yeah. Dear yeah. Twitter. <laughs> Back on Barnes. tour with Louie. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. oh. McSorley's really, they are powering us today. And I got gas. Right. Good oh, thanks it for sharing that. Oh, oh, well, I'm just impressed we haven't had to go pee like we thought we were going to. How do we do that? Raise a hand? <laughs> <laughs> okay. You grab one of those orange circles. Uh, you look like a little... <laughs> 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 Excuse me. 
excuse me. Here's your whole pants. Oh my god! Did you see? He looked like a little kid. Like no, seriously, I really do have to go pee if right he, now. If he would have picked up the red one, it'd be too late. It'd be too late. <laughs> there you go. Right, go there home. you go. That's danger this, zone right there. We know which, yeah. we know which the yellow ones. Caution, right? <laughs> New studio. Uh, We'll never get invited right. back here again. All right. Our last science are... and news story. <laughs> so is this is this a finding? Is this a complete oh. fiction? Grandmother arrested for having CBD oil at Disney World. Was a 69-year-old woman booked in Orange County Jail on possession of hash uh, at... After it was found in her purse at Disney World, she reportedly had the oil because her doctor said it would help her arthritis, was arrested, held in jail for 12 hours before being put out on bond on $2,000. Was this a day at Disney World gone wrong, or did I just make up this sad story? I'm going to say that's true because of the simple fact that it's Florida. Yep. Um, yep. and, and, and if it's not true, it, it's something like that could happen it's Florida. in Florida. Yeah, and it was Goofy uh, who pulled that old guys. woman off. <laughs> yeah. He old, said it was Goofy. Orange yeah, it was County. Goofy. He said Orange County. Oh, wait a minute. Is, is there an Orange That's, County in Florida? No, they grow oranges I mean, there, right? Is, but you said second. Orange County, and that's California. Well, there's a Hollywood, right. Florida. So, I, but yeah, but no, no, no. But that's where Disneyland. Dis- Disneyland that's is not in Disney Anaheim. World. Yeah, California. So that's not I'm Orange County. Not the name, so he just, how, or is it in Orange County? Oh my God! That's what did. There's also a Brooklyn, Idaho. If you yes, <laughs> Paris, Texas. Okay. <laughs> All right, so Disney World. Are we talking are you about fact Florida? checking we me? Yes, all I we're am. Going? Yes, oh, I get am. it, Jen. Sorry, you gotta be quick, I love. This is why radio trivia shows are dying. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, it's in Orange County, Florida. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Orlando. So we've established that I know geography. Yes, mm-hmm. and Jan doesn't. <laughs> no, that's true. So it's a true story. It's true it's story. Goofy enough. Goofy to happen. and Goofy oh, did it. Walking around as an undercover. Fucking grumpy people. Yep. Cop. Was well, she smoking? No. So vague... this is a true story, ah. but her charges were dropped. But her experience raises the question why CBD oil is on store shelves in Florida, but is a felony to possess. So um, yeah. even how did they know she, I mean, what was even she doing? Yeah, so like... She was going through a security checkpoint uh-huh. at Disney World. And uh-huh. that's when one, uh, you know, searching bags and they found a container that had basically CBD oil uh, mm-hmm. that seemed to resemble. But like what, like a pen or something? Like, it, the... I mean, I, I doubt it if she had it in something like this or uh, uh, the device of oil. Like, what did, what? like a tincture? Um, it doesn't say, uh, but it seems to make it clear, um, you know. Could have been she... drops, right? Uh, she was charged with a felony if she uh, um, so she had possessed less than 19 grams um, so yeah so she was charged with a felony but if she had pr- possessed less than 19 grams of leaf marijuana she would have been charged with a misdemeanor so having the oil uh, has created some complications uh, but there is going to be the farm bill that's going to legalize a lot of these products SB 1020 Wait. Um, which will establish Florida's flint uh, hemp program, but the bill's not into in effect. But it doesn't really say what type of product she has. It sounds like it was a CBD extract or oil. 
um, that she was taking. Could have been a vape pen. It could have been wow. something she was using in like a, a, a pipe or something like that. But again, she would and have it was had, hemp CBD. But imagine if she had had almost or an ounce matter. of Still flour, Still she would have been fine. She would have been all right. Grams. I mean, it's it's a bit shy. It's you know of a, of an ounce, but security would have let her go. It would have been a misdemeanor. It would have been a misdemeanor. But apparently, the extract is the thing that. And she had a grandkids with it. Can you believe that? And that person who did that, who st- who pointed her out, he's a, oh, he or she is a jackass. That's the truth of the matter. Yeah. Some of that shit you let go by. Where's the threat? Waste of time. The kids are calling mom. Mom, grandma just got got locked up. Yeah. The she irony can- is that they're trained at a higher level than the TSA is. Nah, they all train. You know what I mean? (laughs) So just because you get it on the plane to Disney World doesn't mean you'll get it. You can take it into the park. They probably are really are skilled (laughs) to protect that. Mickey be rolling up on you. What's your problem? (laughs) (laughs) Spread them. Spread them. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they they, (laughs) do. I wish you, yeah. Oh my God, poor Donald. I wish I could do a duck. <laughs> oh, oh my God! I can't imagine this is good. Against the wall. Spread them now. God, I sound like Michael Jackson, yeah. not Dude. Mickey Mouse. Oh. Sorry. I okay. wonder if Disneyland or Disney it's World close. has its own like internal court system, where <laughs> like if you like litter or you jaywalk there and you well, have you to know go. Stadiums do. Yeah. 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 So I bet Disney would. That must be yeah. frightening. Disney World is a country of its own. Yeah. Yeah. They could have the Judge Judy of the Disney court system. Order in the court. <laughs> <laughs> I want the robot Abe Lincoln to represent her. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, God. All right. Time out. Sorry. We'll take a short break to talk about our sponsors. Yes, we're going to talk about our sponsors. Yeah. Are we going to pause it now? Uh, Well, we would like to thank all of our uh, supporters on Patreon, including... um, uh, Albert, who's continued to support us month to month, thank you so much. Um, we have a couple. We have also reached some significant numbers with some of our YouTube clips. Yes, we, we have. have. Um, so we did that THC after death um, segment about high science about why these roadside sobriety tests at <coughs> accidents show these really super high levels of THC. It's because even if you haven't smoked in a month, if you were in an accident and got injured, all the residual THC in the fat would just get into the bloodstream. Um, and so those numbers are not reliable for looking at recent use. Um, that clip is at, uh, last time we checked, was about 1,500 views, just that clip mm-hmm. on our YouTube, which is one of our most popular segments um, yeah. right now. And we have listenership who watch and download the show um, across the world. We have listeners actually in Russia and South America, even in China. Um, a lot of them, you know, majorities from the U.S., but we got some people from uh, Finland and Holland listening to yeah. us, too. It was really amazing. Wow. We got this report back about our reach, um, and it's, yeah. it's, really, it's really kind of exciting. It's kind of freaky, though, to think that we've, in just what, a few months, <laughs> just from a conversation that we all have had, that mm. we kind of decided to do this. And I'm always wondering, like, how did the guy in Holland find us? Because we know he's still <laughs> like, yeah, you know, and what interests him or right. her. Uh-huh. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, what was it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, like, oh, wow, why this podcast? Like, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it's kind of exciting yeah, to see where this is. You missed our business meeting today. We had at McSorley's. I love McSorley's. <laughs> Anywho, um, and sounds like we're kind of headed in some fun directions. So we'll see. We'll see how it all goes. Yeah, absolutely. We, let's pause right now. We're taking taking a short Shake break. Taking a short break. We'll be right back. Oh, we're ready. All right, we're, we're back ready. with all the science that's new and improved on the <laughs> Gotham Studios New Hemp Times podcast, the sweetest smelling podcast studio in the world. Yes. So we're going to do a little bit of science, finding or fictions, and then we're going to go to the collar. So I just have uh, three short things that I want you guys to suss out and let me know. Is this just science fiction or is this a real research finding? So mm-hmm. our first one is... Patients with multiple sclerosis taking cannabis were able to reduce the intake of opioids and benzodiazepines. So we hear a lot of research about cannabis helping with general use of opiates and opioids. Is this true? Did researchers study patients diagnosed with multiple sclerosis that were using cannabis and said that they noted improvements in sleep, pain, uh, spasticity, and they were able to decrease the use of opioids, benzodiazepines, and stimulants. Is this real research or is this wishful thinking? Real research. Yeah, okay. We got one vote for it. I'm going to say it's real research. (laughs) The three medicines just threw it off for me, so Mm -hmm. I I think the last two medicines may be used in in multiple sclerosis, sclerosis, but I'm not sure about treatment with opioid and multiple sclerosis, So, so... I think it might be fake. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when it comes down to it. All right. That was very astute. That's what I thought. So, yeah, right? Because then it's fair because the research is all over the place. You don't yep. see a consistent decline associated with cannabis. New Jersey, right. opioid abuse and, right. and mortality is like going up despite having a cannabis program, but other states, it's not. Right. So we do have this mixture of factors that affect it. But yeah, but the question is, is did they, it's not just opioids we're talking about, we're talking about benzodiazepines, stimulants, and other medications these patients takes. That sounds like one of them dad's articles. <laughs> yeah. I'm yes. telling you, dude, that's what that should sound like. There like, you go, the dr- drug and alcohol. Yes, the man. Oh, are like, dad. Dad. So... <laughs> I, mean, I love that's you what know it sounds it. like. Like, See like, what you've learned. You he's know he's done this before, article. dude. Hold up, yo. <laughs> <laughs> it's mixed. He's read yeah. my yeah. book. Yes, oh. yeah, true. <laughs> so this is a true study, but published right. in Neurology. But a very close journal to that. It should belong in the dad journal, given its, its content. Um, but yes, this was actually done at the Neurologic Institute uh, in New York, in Amherst. And they published their study results in the Journal of Neurology, showing again, uh, 70% of the patients reported alleviation of pain, 40% spasticity, 40% sleep, which is surprising considering they're also stopping to use other drugs. Which brings me to the point of uh, my mom with that cream and her friend who I bought a pen back for mm-hmm. because that's what she's saying that it, it it takes away all of her pain yep you know so that's what triggered that thought and then also the fact that I've you've you know, you dropped some of them gems before, and it's like, hold up. No, why that ain't they, true. And it's like, yeah, it is. Why are they treating it like... <laughs> multiple cirrhosis with, with, with open <clears throat> opioids. So they, I don't get that The part. pain, the pain. pain. It takes away the pain. But yeah. See, I don't know. Uh, but it's I didn't but know it's, that it would cause such pain. Because I, I just every, thought they shake and I've always had, um, like, my joints. friends who had issues... Sure. 
pain was never their issues, right. but maybe they, what they had spas- progressed. Then they have spasms. The spasms and, and they would have um, episodes and right. stuff like that. Episodes yeah. like that, but I didn't see it as yeah. uh Yeah. What was uh, interesting, uh, last other statistics, is that the patients in the study had a low rate of discontinuation, so if they stopped using cannabis, only about 14% of the people involved just like, hey, this isn't for me, this isn't working. And the reason they stopped uh, was most frequently due to cost. Because, again, it's not wow. covered by insurance, what? right? Wait, wait, wait. Wow. Due to cost of what? The marijuana? The can- yeah. Cannabis, That's, yeah. That was one of, of the course. main reasons. So what? They're paying some, they're paying some astronomical price for, for Well, yeah. For think about it. This is, it yeah. was a research study. These are people who it's are- It's not covered by- Why pay for the, that when you can get a $3, like, 30-day prescription of an opioid? You know what I mean? Like, because people have to pay out of pocket for cannabis. If, if they're in a state that doesn't allow them to grow- their own medicine, they have to get it from a dispensary. And most states, you know, a lot of states don't let you do that. So it's actually cheaper for a lot of people, especially the elderly, to purchase a generic of something than to use cannabis. Does which that make sense? Makes, it's I, an I, access which makes issue. me think about that other art, the other thing we were speaking about, <clears throat> like the black market of, yeah. of marrow of uh, cannabis. Yeah. What is that? They? Like that's the, I, I, because people have to say, man, Fuck you, government, on this with the opioid shit. Doesn't work. Marijuana being fucking transported yeah. to, from state to state. Like, I mean, yeah. that's yeah. all. That's what I'm saying. And and I don't know, building some sort of coalition where people can get access to this stuff who need it. Like, it really worries me. So, like, we've I had know, it man. in our it's practice. Seriously, crazy. we've had it in our practice where I've had Medicaid patients who, you know, are coming in to get treatment and. They can get their medication from a pharmacy, mm-hmm. but can't get their cannabis from a medical dispensary paid for. The power of and so they and groups. the only thing, and this is where it just really pissed me off with this one dispensary, and I won't say its name, but the only thing they would do would be to take ten percent off of what it would cost the patient. Right. That's nothing. You know, if you're paying sixty bucks, that's only six dollars. They're paying, you know, so they're having to pay out of pocket a, a tremendous amount of money when they can use their insurance benefits and get a pill. Right. And that's until we address that issue. And and I had this conversation with someone yesterday, Jehan. We were talking about this um, with our consultant that I just have I I don't think that insurance industries are really ready for this. Cannabis growers think that they are, but I just I just knowing how insurances work, they mm-hmm. don't want to pay if they don't have to pay. You know, it's mm-hmm. probably cheaper for them to get you know to pay for insurance people. companies don't give a shit about right they don't give people. a shit about anybody like it's, all they want is that money every month. They want to pay their dividends to their and, stockholders and the, to hell with yes. the rest of us. Well, and we have some dispensaries, not all, but some dispensaries who are like that too, who are seeing Medicaid patients, but they're still only well, going to take off 10%. Exactly. That just Maybe we need to build off. something like that. Well, then, you know? you know what? I have the perfect trivia question for you guys. Then. Ah, I love so, this, this is not so much a story as a trivia question. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know that CBD in the form of Epidiolex is a Schedule 5 drug by prescription for epilepsy. It's a mm-hmm. CBD purified compound from the cannabis plant. Um, what if I was to tell you that the cost per year to a patient for this drug averages at thirty-two thousand dollars a year? Would you believe that? What, yeah. what is this? Uh, this is this is a pharmaceutical derivative of cannabis that is prescribed, but the out of cost 
two patients per year being over $30,000 on average for purified CBD in a pharmaceutical form that's legal. Yeah. Cope, you just, you know. I could... abstain. Do you think that that's pharmaceutical you know. form? <laughs> like, uh, yeah, that, that's, that, a, that's a, a little disturbing. Pharmaceutical form, like, all right, is this. Is it is it a, a, a derivative of no. or is it a an act is it that's it's a not great a question synthetic is it no, synthetic it's purified from the plant from the but it's but to it's meet. the cannabis version of Capra yeah. right it's Capra yeah, is okay. used for epilepsy so okay. now the cost now we're going into the cost I can the, see the, it costing that amount because it's too. greed factor man they're not trying to I mean. So, I, I mean, but it, this is, is it, again, this is a cannabis, basically it's a cannabis pharmaceutical yep. covered by copays, but yep. still costs a lot. 32000 a year. Yep. Does that yep. If it were true, yeah. <laughs> well, it is true. This is, is actually true, true research. Yeah, Epidiolex is yeah. CBD, basically for epilepsy. Yep. Uh, they have soared in the patient numbers. Not like seven to nine thousand patients are being reported. GW has <laughs> made uh, ports millions in profits. The pharmaceutical companies. Wow. That, that of course, make, they've made millions well, in profits. The, Look what they've done. They're the they're only game in town. They're charging that much money, you know, to help people. I, yeah. I just that disturbs me and I think, so much when I think about and this. And what you guys are talking about really um, kind of brought that up for me. Because I think that this is going to be an issue that the industry is going to have to face. And, and also with the waste from all the plastic packaging. Also how much is this costing patients per year when it's mm-hmm. not covered by insurance or only even partially covered by insurance. It's still it's and, like a, it's and a full-time have, job and for some people. And then to have these people. states where they won't even allow you to grow your own. I mean, give me a break. That's a perfect solution to some of these issues is to allow people to grow their own medicines. But then they're giving, they're they're giving, they're shooting the patients in the foot by not allowing it this. Do I go to a drug that is going to be covered by my insurance or do I pay thousands of dollars out of pocket every month to be able to get my medical cannabis, which is actually a little bit better for me than this opioid or this, this uh, muscle relaxer or benzodiazepine? Or can I grow my own? You know well, what? You and we know that gardening yeah. makes you feel better. <laughs> it it's very much, does. you know, it's therapeutic yes. for people to yes. do this. Yes. I got a <sighs> partner up uh, in on the Cape that now, I guess, in their third year of this, is going around the houses helping to help them with their personal gardens. Yep. Yep. And he just, and he's thriving. He's got more clients than he can, he can you know, do. Yeah. do. I think the next level of this is how to help home farmers and growers refine their stuff mm-hmm. so that it's not just flour. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, they can Well, do you some rebuild other like stuff. a mom and pop can oils I, and in, stuff like In New York, can you trading have each like, yeah. Can you grow, Teas, yeah. In New York, can you grow your own? So this is not six a, plants per house in Massachusetts right now. But in New York, you can't have any. I know in Delaware, you Not can't legally. grow your own your own either. Yeah, no, aren't I know. There dispensaries in Delaware, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's my point. It yeah, doesn't that's matter what's different, if people though, can't uh, afford yeah, the it. Right. You know, people if they, can't afford what the dispensaries. Yeah, you can't afford to. I mean, that's what I was just talking about. The whole like Medicaid. Not it's right. cheaper for me to buy insurance. Can I walk into a dispensary and buy something? No, no, no. Oh, it's a medical dispensary. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Can I walk in there and buy something? No, No, unless unless you have have a Delaware card. And you live in Delaware. And you have a card. 
And you have that, you know, particular issue. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that this is what's so bothersome about this policy that Mm -hmm. people are saying, oh, it's about safety. No, it's not. This is about access to care. Of course it is. And we've talked so much about how this is – we need to make sure this revolution is based on – and I'm talking about the cannabis revolution, about really kind of addressing these issues because I really think – and as a clinical social worker, my ethics guide me to take care and to advocate for people who don't have power. Poor people can't afford what of is course. in a dispensary a lot of, of the times. And, and they're making having to make choices. Of course. And and this is just something that And I in find prohibition, the, the poorest yeah. they did not want the poorest of folks to be the face of the newly legalized alcohol because they were saying they the poorest of folks mean they are the most likely to be to, criminals, right. supposedly. Hmm. In actuality, you know, we know we right. know that to be different and the usage has nothing to do with your right. economic status, whether right. you're rich or poor, right. you're gonna Right. You know, going to drink. But that's what's going to happen yeah. now unless some folks made it, you know. And well, it's also about the companies because companies are actually hiring lobbyists to lobby against allowing home right. cultivation. That's actually what happened in New Jersey and in New York is that you had companies who operate in other states coming and say, don't let people grow cannabis. Yeah. It'll cut into our bottom line. It'll uh-huh. do all these other things. And and the people who are getting hurt are the people who can't, you know, who are on the fringe of, you know, our society that we're not taken care of, you know, that who can't afford this very expensive medicine Mm -hmm. you know and and so i think that we really as a culture and maybe we can talk more about the economics behind cannabis here is for us to really kind of use this platform to bring up some of these issues because that's not fair nope and that to me that's not what this medicine's about you know it's about well that's the this is what they want to do they want to find out how the hell can we make money off of this because it's obvious that the country wants it how do we get our cut Yep. That's what they're looking at. Well, okay. And, and, I, and I'm going to say this. <coughs> I would like to make some money out of this, out of all Damn the hard right. work. And I don't feel guilty about it, but I think I have an ethical responsibility. Which mm. is a kid. And that's what I think we're missing, is that you can make money but still have an ethical responsibility to help others. There is and, no ethical right. responsibility in capitalism. <laughs> okay. So we have no, two I left before we care. go to the callers. <laughs> they don't you. care. Please. Right. All right. Ethics. So our next research finding, I want you guys to tell me to, to, to cannabis this. Is this a real research finding or is this fiction? Researchers have found a correlation between marijuana use and the posting of regrettable content on social media. Authors concluded that cannabis users engage in moments of Quote, moments of reconsideration after posting comments and stories of social media, often removing or editing them. However, non-cannabis users demonstrate psychopathic tendencies, posting numerous questionable and controversial materials and comments without <laughs> any reconsideration, concluding that cannabis use is associated with less trolling and less psychotic type behavior on social media. Is this a true research oh finding? Or is this, was this, does cannabis... Is this is it a factor for whether or not you'll be a troll and be crazy on social media? Maybe trim your cannabis bonsai tree on social 100%. media a little bit, or is this just again a, a, a wishful thinking research project? I am so con- stoned. You, when you're stoned, you naturally <laughs> contemplate and second thought and guess and go back See, over. I usually and- regret everything after alcohol. No. But you, 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 I think alcohol will make you, uh, or or if you're straight, mm-hmm. you'll post something without consideration, especially because you're guided by a particular emotion of the time. Mm. Yeah. When you're stoned, you titter, you 
typically tend to analyze and question mm-hmm. and sit second mm-hmm. thought. Mm-hmm. Take um, every quote that people every, post on. Yeah. So you're like, is that about me? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You're so, you know. Well, we all know uh, it's right. about me. Let me log off. Right, exactly. Let me log So it God. seems reasonable. Right, right? at least logic. Yeah. Reasonable. Greer, Jan, comments. Is it are, are researchers studying cannabis use and social media? Is this well, a finding? Or is it a fiction? I don't just... Is this something that I'm going to have to later go back and edit and delete? Or is this a post no, that's saying No, because usually there? I... No, I say it's false. Yeah. I'm going I'm to I'm get in that same boat. I'm going to say that's bullshit. <laughs> I wish this was a real study, but it is not. <laughs> oh, my God. There we yeah. go. So there, yeah. You always get me on on these yeah. logic when he put, paints a logical path <laughs> to right shit. To, he does. He I gets me on it. that on that Spock shit. <laughs> I just the fucking Vulcan in me, dude, just makes me. Yeah. Oh my god. I gotta go with the logical <laughs> path, man. Well, you know, and this comes from a real <laughs> yeah, source where I like read like things exactly, on media. Dude. Isn't yeah. that what Live he did? Live long and prosper. Yeah. long and prosper. So, yeah, obviously it comes from some real world experience where I'm just reading things <laughs> on social media. I'm like, these people need to take a break. Uh oh, like, were you seriously. saying that last night on my no, social media? No, just something I say every day when I'm looking <laughs> at my feeds. Just <laughs> <laughs> well, I did text you something oh, yeah. I thought was funny last well. night, <laughs> but it was never. It's a brilliant idea. Don't bring that. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that show. Well, I think. People, I, I, people. Oh, but I need to tell Greer the people, show. Yeah, 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 people yeah. need to know about it. We're making hemp surfboards and CBD <laughs> wax for surfboards. I like it. It Let's calms go. the seed. Uh-huh. It calms yeah. the seed. Yes, it does. It Keep helps relax right. it. Huh? Yeah. It helps you relax the seed. Yeah. You become that's, one that's with it. the seed. Uh, you like you merge. <laughs> that's brilliant. No, you know we're bullshitting. Right? I know, but it's a great idea. Like, See? Why not? The last time I made up an idea at a party that was talking to a manufacturer and I said, you know what would be great is some CBD mustache wax, you know, or the like hipsters and stuff. He's like, oh, we could release that tomorrow. And he starts like taking notes. notes on and I was like, shit. great, now I need a fake, another fake project to talk about. <laughs> that pissed me, man. Jack and my shit. I know, I would have, I would right have let him face. leave unless no, he signed should. something giving yeah. you equity. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's a difference. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't take any business classes. So. <laughs> I didn't either. But. See, <sighs> and he's not ethical enough to make that thing go boom. And be like, hey man, remember that idea you gave me? Hey, of go course. half your shit. Oh. Right. There's an ethics that they don't have. They so don't yeah. have. That guy will run with this, and you know, he ran with it. Oh, well, right. we're running <laughs> with ours. Damn and right. We're doing it we're ethically. Do some running too. Yep. So, so our ethics. last story Uh-oh. is either finding or fiction. Is about a topic we talked about before, which is about the patenting of cannabis varieties, the genetics. So, um, one of the groups out there, the Open Cannabis Project, a nonprofit aimed to protect the cannabis genome from patent trolls. Uh, this again, they they published the cannabis genome, and then it becomes freely available in public domain. People can't patent those varieties. Anyone can grow them, use them, and develop them. Uh, is it true? that they are dissolving and have dissolved effective May 6 in response to intense backlash against its former business partner, Phylos Bioscience. So Phylos is this big ag mm-hmm. tech company which put up a website allowing people to submit their cannabis genome for their project. They turned around and launched an intense breeding program. Open Cannabis Project 
said that isn't right. We're going to make these varieties available for people. They shouldn't just be used for patenting and developing of IP. So is it true that the Open Cannabis Project, with a short lifespan, said that it is disbanding and dissolving due to conflicts of interest over their former business partner? Ethics. Ethics. Is is this company, is this this nonprofit (laughs) taking an ethical stand and formally dissolving? That sounds like I, I wish that was true. I wish that was true. But uh, well, why if, are they? If they do if, it, I mean, uh, it's not going to stop what's happening with. Uh, well, I mean, people. this which brings us back to that word of ethics, like you know. But it stops the mechanism of yeah, taking like it. exactly because like, which I understand because that's business. Like, let me patent this and I get all the money. Like, no, if you want this, you have to buy it from me. Like, you know what I mean? As opposed Damn to right, put the. <laughs> <laughs> all right, especially I if want, we came up with. Right, I with, know. Uh, that's you. my goddamn old okay. formula, damn it. That's funky Joe Lou. That's you right. You know what, Greer? I used yeah. to agree with that point of view. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to, God, I can't believe I'm admitting this. I used to have, I've always seen myself as a socialist, but I am a small business owner. And over the years, I know how much more I worked than anybody else and how no one took the risks I did. And I bear the burden for everything I do. Right. And I have gotten to a point where I'm just like, you know what? I deserve to make Damn more right. than, you know, not everyone does the same thing. Yeah. And, and so I'm kind of, I used to say that capitalism, you couldn't have, you know, ethics and capitalism. But I think we need, you know, I don't know what the answer is. All I know you is You can't have ethics and capitalism. But I, 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 I'm well, here, trying my best to. Like it's no reason you know? why, like, anybody's uh, insulin should... Yeah. Be out of their range of paying for it. Like it's there. The money, like well, all right. So you, you, and then micro that have that factor, which is exactly true. We don't want people to be omitted, not be able to heal themselves because of of, uh, because they don't have the finances. Right. But at the same time, we want to set up systems where people who put the sweat in get rewarded, get that out. And we know personally, okay, because we belong to an organization where we've been on the front Mm -hmm. line, but we have people who. Make walk behind us mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who claim the same name right, and right. haven't put in the same work mm, bingo. or sweat equity, mm. but they're quick to claim the same name yeah. of, of organization mm-hmm, we were in a group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yep. so fine. I, it's weird. Oh. I don't know. I don't know if this Brilliant. is getting older or what, but I just really find myself evolving on this. And that's why like, I've re- I keep bringing it back today, but that's why I think we need to be having these kinds of conversations. We don't have yeah, to right. think that it's either this way or that way. How right. do we make this as much equitable as, yep. as we can, yep. you know, and yep. help people? Because that's what we're trying to do. Yeah. So it seems like you guys think it would be great if the Open Cannabis Project... Oh, yeah. Did dissolve because its former business partner said, hey, you know what? We're taking this genomic data that you all thought wouldn't be used to enhance a breeding program, and we're going to do that. And so the they're not that That makes me sad for them, though, if they had a former partner who's just a dickhead. Well, well, fortunately and unfortunately, this is a true true. story. The Open Cannabis Project will formally dissolve at the end of May. Its last project will be to help farmers develop better license agreements, mm. understand the rules around patents, mm-hmm. interstate commerce, and the growing and Good. selling of hemp. So yeah. in their last gasp, but again, they feel uh, the the uh, the spokesperson said that we 
feel we have been deceived. As a result, no matter what we do as an organization going forward, Open Cannabis Project will never escape this deception. So, you know what? Maybe we could ask them to come on and call in and we could talk to them about that. Because I think that would be something Mm -hmm. really... Well, you can't do it when I'm away next week. I'm sorry. I'm just (laughs) putting that... It's going to take a couple weeks to sit down. But if we can do that... Because I would like that... Is a fantastic. I mean, it's disturbing, right. but it's a fantastic story that and I think it was we could get some insight. So weird, as we talked about what uh, two weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, we talked about and these we guys. were like, this is a way to preserve some of these varieties, yep. especially like um, you know, Vice or the guy they were looking for these rare varieties of cannabis, yeah. and they found what are like these land race varieties where it's like cultures, you know, that are isolated, don't have a lot of trade, separated by war and other economic mm. conflict. Have they have cannabis farmers there? They've been producing it unique varieties. Yep. People come in, take the plants, and patent it. And so by engaging mm. in some of these isolated communities, See? saying, get it tested for your DNA, Damn upload right. it to the See? site, protect it's your protected. Protect it. yeah. And yeah. then other people can use it if they happen to have it. But See? again, it doesn't... That's what own... I mean. Go there, take that plant, I patent it, now I got it, it's mine, I, it belongs to me. Like... D- despite it being developed for thousands yeah, of years. Thousands. Yeah, You know, get out of here with that, man. Beat yeah. it, dude. <laughs> this... Like, what do you got? Air's next? Water's next? Like... This yeah. is my patented water. Yeah, <laughs> this is my special Trump air. Right. <laughs> smells like right. shit. <laughs> 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 you just, I'm sorry. You want to end a meeting <clears throat> quick? Oh, pop up in a can of <laughs> Trump, Trump air. Smells like shit. Every time. Make your dentures <laughs> pop out. No collusion. Did you see that clip? I thought it was like... scent. <laughs> I just thought it was wait, his dentures wait, popping out of his Wait, did they really pop out? They, they something was happening. scary happening. Something was happening. With I thought it was that? like alien. Oh. I was like, this motherfucker's jaws are about to open. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude. I was like, like oh, the lizard's coming out. Yeah. <laughs> you had to grab that skin like... Exactly. <laughs> pull it Stretch on that. Zip. Okay. <laughs> I'm having... T- I obviously... The, I, I don't know where I've been. I didn't know about that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, so uh, we have a caller or two that ready to come in or to nice. call into the phone. How do you want to do this? Uh, they could call into your phone if you'd like. Well, we can plug it in. Or little hands. Did he, is my guy? <laughs> little Trump hands. Oh, I know. Sorry. We're watching oh, he, the video. He, he's he's MIA. Yeah. Who? Oh, do you have the backup yeah, caller? No, of course. Oh, Are they oh, MIA? Shit. No. Do we wait too long? Oh, we waited too long. Tr- <laughs> 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 I'm not calling it. Hey, we're so, we, Well, we did have a listener who had a good question about vape pens and about using them in the movie theater. It is mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So It was uh, a great question. Should, should we go through it? We Might as yeah. well. I think other people in, uh, and also the etiquette issue you brought up first because you knew who did it. So what was yeah. the question, Randy? So the question was uh, he was in a movie theater and had his vape pen, and somebody uh, asked him to refrain. Yeah. And he was questioning. It's fucking obnoxious. You see the exactly. size of those clouds that come out? It's right. like, why? What, why? Like, seriously, dude? Right. You just like, sat in your car and vaped 20 minutes Jesus. before you walked in, and then, you know. But his technical question was, in what circumference of people around him can potentially get a contact 
from if they Well, first can. of all, was uh, it was it was it flavor bullshit or was it something that to actually give you a buzz? That's the I mean, point. yeah, was it like pure oil uh, yeah. or was it well, you know that you And from my medical studies, when you inhale oils, <laughs> yes, doctor. and then exhale all the oils that you inhale, the inside of you, so nobody can get a contact from your all, breath. From your breath. They can get some, they can get some <laughs> hair Nauseous. singes, or they nose hair singe. Getting... <laughs> well, I mean, can people... Preach, I don't know. Right? No, can you, I, I've not, I, have I ever even gotten a contact high? I don't... I never bought... Well, we talked about hot boxes, oh, even, this is different. Not well, with vaping, though. Yeah. So vaping, a, like, I'm t- like, I, I wonder. Well, it depends, um, but I think there is a chance that and maybe in a mobile five, ten foot radius around him, people might be. But, like but the theater car. has really good air conditioning. Sure and no matter what temperatures outside, you have to wear a sweater in there. They're right. cycling the air out. So if he was like at the drive in in the car hitting the vape pen and hot boxing, that's a different story. But I think with the ventilation there, I mean, the worst is, you know, maybe some might get on the clothes. Maybe very little would be inhaled, but nothing I think that could. Um, yeah. Result in a contact. High. Yeah, well, yeah. Do that shit at but, home. But it's still annoying. You, you know, yeah. It's like what it's it, annoying. It's like if yeah. you're like don't yeah. subject other people. To yeah, your don't shit. do that, like, that shit. Like dude. eating an egg salad sandwich in the theater. <laughs> in the theater, yeah. right? Yeah. Egg salad. Yeah. <laughs> Open up a can of tuna fish. That's yeah, what Donald yeah. Trump should have to eat: egg sandwich. <laughs> Excited. Yeah. While you do your seventeen years. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we have one segment left, and that's the Mind Munchies. Of course, you guys can talk about whatever you want. But I want to start off the Mind Munchies real quick and just say, I keep getting this question, what is a hemp nut? And I wanted to say that uh, because they're like, they're hemp seeds, they're not nuts. Like, what are you talking about? Oh, my God. Well, that's someone who takes life. In Central Africa, (laughs) in a small town called Nkwadi. They have the Can you say it tree. tree. And on the Nagwa tree is the hemp nut. The hemp Look it up. Nut. Nice. Well, I use the I word didn't know that. to describe a passion. <laughs> I just made that up. It's well, a dude in Sweden like, I didn't know that. <laughs> That's probably their search term. Strange plants and they like get right. this stuff. But... But I use it to describe passion for a plant. It's, that's right? what I thought it was. Yeah. This particular yeah. plant, the, the hemp plant. Nuts. Right? Yeah. And yeah. you use hemp and cannabis to explore your world, understand stuff, because hemp, cannabis, it crosses everything politics, science, religion, culture, you know, um, every discipline. Maybe really. that should be our next word of the day when I'm back. I, I thought it was nut. the. the <laughs> hemp nut? Yeah. Remember, we used to. The, Can we get this in urban the dictionary? The nuts on the male plant. Oh, oh. oh the sack. No. That, yeah. The oh, testes of the plant. John would like that. Uh, we imagine <laughs> the stalk. Exactly. Yeah. All it takes is a, yeah. a stiff wind for those sacks to, to burst to over. Boom. <laughs> exactly. Like busting all over you. Get all over yeah. you and everything. Yeah. A little stiff wind in you. Yeah. And then it falls asleep afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, it dies. <laughs> it dies. <laughs> like it just falls yeah. over. It just falls over <laughs> dead. That's why they use it for uh, fiber. It's like, oh, well, you know, it's, it's easy to harvest. Exactly. Oh, it's a good life. <laughs> Oh my god, you guys are nuts! Oh, I, yeah. yeah, I love that. I never thought it was anything other than we're just batshit yeah, crazy. Yeah, right. yeah. You know. about the hemp Ooh. plant. We will Ooh. have a hemp nuts professional team. <laughs> well, we gonna have a hemp nut snack too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. trademark With sriracha. Oh. Trademark. <laughs> trademark <laughs> hemp nut. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, hemp nut <laughs> snacks, baby. Get your uh, hemp nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do nothing without my nuts. 
Oh, we are cracking ourselves Just up. put them in my hair. <laughs> <laughs> Just wrap your lips around. Oh, <laughs> oh a mouthful of nuts. <laughs> I just want to say we have an adult rating on iTunes. So yep. Do oh, we okay, have cool. an adult yeah, rating? Because yeah. we're adults. We're... Yeah. <laughs> Rated adult. Oh, my God. So do you have any anything? Um, a, a little something to think a little, about. A little, little mind munchy. little mind munchy there. Stripers are almost up to Cape Cod. If anybody's <laughs> not resting <laughs> fish in the next couple, of... go on. I'm telling you, do you man. have a boat? I don't have a boat, but I got a map map of all the beaches, and we could walk around yeah. real slow with our goodies and catch yeah. some bass. I'm up for it. I'm up got for it. Right. I haven't awesome. been fishing yep. in forever. But is this My like dad a... used to take me all the time Wait. as a kid, <laughs> and. Used to go crabbing and just, my two, I grew I was up about on the say Gulf that. Coast. You do crabbing so, as well, right? Mm-hmm. And floundering yep. and stuff like that. Yep. I love shit. And shrimping. I know that you're in that sketch. I, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Because it's always fishing, I think. Mm-hmm. I forget, I forget. I, I Every theme you know, sketch I, we ever I do, would, I have these kids fishing uh, and crabbing. I would crabbing. like to see if there's a fly fishing um like TV jam show that one day we could have them on. Well, they did a remake of, of it. They, they did? Yeah, oh, in okay. Norway. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> got to see that one. <laughs> anyway, I will give you something to go on. So things, we don't know how things happen in our lives. Sometimes something simple turns out to be something really big. Uh-oh, someone's phone's calling. And um, I just want to say that I am so glad I chose to do homework at the olive tree one night because I met you, I work with you, and because of him, I met you. And so the three of you were actually part of my presentation and kind of what we're doing. And Brooklyn Hmm. Sprout was part of it. And you never know how something so stupid and simple like, oh, my God, I got to go get a beer and do some work can change your life. Is God. Isn't that weird? And so I just want to thank the three of you as my friends and my compadres for just thank you, you know, thank you, just being who you all are, and thank you all, and thank you for my support. We getting sensitive. I know we are getting sensitive. Yeah. Well, that's something that's that I think we're, you know we we're you know, all we part all of the impacted. doctor exactly. Yeah. Yes. the two Doctor James. Damn sorry. right, I Dr. Dr. you had me in the car. Doctor. I'm trying to like keep tears from for rolling down <laughs> listening to damn shit. The ticket cats coming down. I'm playing the shit off and everything like that. Like, I did it was, on Facebook Live heavy, for man. my family to see it's it heavy. because my mom, you know, she she got married when she was 17. She never finished high school, you know, and and I'm the youngest of three. And she wound up by the time I was older, she had gone through some things that she decided she was going to get her GED and she opened her own business. And she really taught me to look at life a certain way. And so for me. It was, God, I'm getting emotional. It was kind of one of those moments That's where you right. really take stock mm. in the people that you love and that we can build each other up. And I think we're all doing something special. So thank you all. God bless you. Enough of that. Thank you. <laughs> I'm getting verklempt. <sighs> <laughs> Mind munchies, anyone? Did I just depress you no, all? No, no. And that's. That's you end it on follow. that? No, you can't follow that. You just <laughs> drop the mic on motherfuckers right there. The doctor. Fuck you 
all. Bang. <laughs> Out. Boy, getting a doctorate's really changed you. <laughs> <laughs> She's a Jedi now, dude. <laughs> Got the force up in this I bitch. do feel like the force is with yeah, me right now. Yeah, it's with you. So. Moving cups. Right. <laughs> Keep that lightsaber under control. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a, there anything else you guys want to plug or mention before we sign off? Anything else going on? I know, Jan, you're going to be traveling next yep. week. So yep. uh, Dan Ga- Grassroots Goldman from Marijuana Today will be filling in. Um, yep. We'll Ooh. try not to talk about anything too cool <laughs> or exciting. I might even call in. <laughs> yeah. so oh, that'd be, you that's know, what you know. should do. Yes. Hopefully Got I'll be having a cocktail yeah. on the beach <laughs> and smoking the... <laughs> Well, in you character. Yeah. 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 Dr. Yeah. Weed Lady yeah. will be there. Do you guys like my new Instagram handle? And Dr. we also Weed have Lady. to try to, like, you have to film yourself. And, like, we got to exactly. look there, like, so oh, we Miles yeah. can do it. Out there can see. Like, <laughs> Miles can figure this out. So everyone can see. Yeah. Oh, That's how cute. we do that. Y'all are cute. Split I can screen. do You got to do that. Ha. Yeah. Beach chair. Yeah, beach chair. Camera. Jam. I'll have my hat on and just, yep. yeah. Yeah. Anywho. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Tune in next week for Beach Vision. There you go. That's how we're doing it. Dr. Jan Roberts here. No. Sorry, doctor. doctor. Thank you, doctor. Doctors. All right. Well, All right. guys, this was fun this nice. week. I missed you all, and so glad, and I'll see you guys in two weeks, but uh, I'm sure the show will be great. And we'll see all of you on Internet land next week. Adios, amigos. Bye. Later. <laughs>